Howdy folks and welcome back to Joystick and Mouse Video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there I'm Don and go by Diddy in the gaming community With me this evening as always is Jay Dimes What's going on? This is episode 140 Actually it's 139 I realized that we skipped an episode in there somewhere But yeah. we're, we're not renaming now We're going with 140 And today is June 27th, 2022 and on this program, Blizzard continues with its tone-deaf direction. We beg Kojima to please make the game he was thinking about making. Overwatch 2 is about to be unleashed on the world, and we debate the greatest helmets in video game history on this episode of Joystick and Mouse. So how you doing, J-Dimes? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? Not bad, not bad. Living the dream. I think maybe you think not Possibly. sure you know it's weird so with the pandemic and everything the last couple of years I don't really feel it that much because I work from home but it just seems like the last two years went by so fast oh for sure because you couldn't do anything, you sure. couldn't, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't, there was no things to be made. You just sort of went to work, watched some TV, went to bed. <laughs> that was about it, you know? No easier way for me to tell than the fact that Will will be a senior next year. Oh my God, really? How did that boy? Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, he got freshman year before COVID started and he'll be a senior next wow. year. That's unreal. Will's gonna be a senior. I, I yep. that's that's just not possible. That's not possible. Well, yeah. So Arya starts school next year too. Yeah, I, that's that's crazy. We out here getting old. Yeah, we are. Tell me about it. We are out here getting older Tell me about it. by the day. So you're back in your eminent domain? Yes, <laughs> yes, back in the eminent domain. Uh, tomorrow, the new um, the new area rug and the new sofa will show up. We've been moving things around and figuring out what we're going to throw out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Man, I, I have walked around the house the last couple of days and into the garage this weekend, and I'm like, Half of this shit has to go. They're just yeah. too much crap. I it just yeah. Again, another thing with the pandemic, just accumulated so much stuff. You were trying to think of things to do at home, and I just got like so many Legos and so much crap just sitting around, and I'm like, time to purge. <laughs> time yep. to purge. Um, the comic books still haven't come back in the house yet. Um, you have to go get them, or yeah, they're in storage, so yeah. I have to go get them. Are you are you uh, going to go get them? You know that's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get all of them. I don't know if I'm going to keep all of them. I may sell some. Um, may is it climate control? Cut down on the least? collection. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is climate control. That's not bad. It's not so like yeah, they're sitting out in a, a plus. in a storage unit out 
out in the elements or anything. So that's good. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's been very interesting. I haven't hung, I haven't hung my monitor back up on the wall and it's funny. I've been like doing the stud, I was doing the stud finder Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm not quite sure how I got this thing (laughs) on the wall the last time. Can't find them, or so I find them, but I don't feel like they are as close together as I thought they were, and so it's really pushing the edge of the dimensions. (laughs) No, they are not uniform. I know studs are supposed to be sixteen, however many sixteen inches apart. I'm gonna tell you what. I don't believe these studs are 16 inches apart. I do not have my tape measure close by. But I have painter's tape on the wall where I believe the center of the studs are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. Uh, the A la- uh, couple nah, years ago, a couple years ago, I was looking for a new stud finder because the one I had had slotty things in the back and they kept falling off and it kept sticking to the wall. It was really it just irritating and i had the i love my stud finder i, I got it a normal one that had you know the leds on it i found one that is long and it's got like 15 leds on it and it this actually one? yes that thing is fantastic <laughs> it works great yeah yeah so the trick is going to be figuring out exactly what my yeah, I mean, it really looks like as long as I put this, as long as I put the nail somewhere in the blue, I'm going to catch the, somewhere in the blue part of the painter's tape, mm-hmm. I'm going to catch some part of the stud. That thing's um, been pretty accurate. And it was there before. Yeah. I can, I can actually see where one of the screws was before they... They didn't really do a great patch job in some places, so I can see the I can see the notch, mm-hmm. the little where it was where they filled it, but like it's not like they cut out the drywall and put a new piece of drywall. They just kind of put fill in it and then paint it. Um, and they didn't do a great job on that particular um, spot. So yeah, I gotta that'll be. I don't know if I'll do that this week or this weekend, but yeah, I need to get the I need to get my monitor hung back. Um, because the space, but like, I'm also trying to figure out where I'm going to put my record player because it had been on my desk, but I kind of want all of my desk space. Oh yeah. I Um, hear you. So I gotta, I gotta find someplace else to put it. Um, and depending on what I do with my comics, right. May inform where I can, uh, where I can put it. So we'll see, figure something out. Yeah, it's always fun. Like I said, we're I, I'm in the, I'm just gonna throw stuff. I'm gonna start throwing stuff out. <laughs> if I haven't used that in the last couple of years, it's gone out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Party. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pair some stuff now. I think what may happen is that my printer is going to get relocated, and my record player may end up where the printer is currently because. Like the printer doesn't really need to be close to anything in particular. Well, we st- yeah, like, we stole our daughter's bedroom when she moved out. So, 
That's our office. I have a whole wall. Oh, yeah. So the printers, would be nice. printers in the closet, along with the lamp and some drawers. and Yeah, I don't know. The printer may end up upstairs. I don't really, I don't print a whole lot. We don't either, um, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Our, our other printers, people in the house use the printer, I think, more than I do. So our printer's a pain in the ass. Yes. It it just if you let it on if you let it on too long, it gets lost on the network and nobody can find it. So it just mm. you it won't print to it. So we actually have to turn it off, and then when we want to print, turn it on and turn it back, then turn it back off. It's a pain in the ass. Speaking of getting lost, so here's here's an interesting thing that I have figure out while I have been in this situation. So when we first started coming back into the house and Vanessa's mom was up here during the day with the workers, but we didn't have any Wi-Fi because they had taken, they took everything out of the basement and with that went the wireless router. So I bought another wireless router figuring I'd use it for a bit while, and then return it. Mm-hmm. So I bought a, um, a TP link. Wi-Fi okay. 6 mm-hmm. router. Oh, that thing is so much better than my Google Home. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, the the like the the distance I get, like I get a real signal out in my front yard huh. off that thing. Uh speeds have been pretty good. You actually get four Ethernet ports on the back of it. As wow. opposed to the one that you get with the Google Home. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little underwhelmed with the Google home and I'm really surprised that they haven't come out with something that does Wi-Fi six. Uh, so we, I, we have an Orbi and I really, I really like the Orbi, but ours has got to be, wow. Ours has got to be five years old now. I have a set of Orbeez that I think I'm going to put up on marketplace that weren't working really well in my house, but. Yeah, now, now, so we hardwired the office. The wire, mm. the office is hardwired down to the switch downstairs. So that's not, none of the computers are really running off wireless. So it's all the devices and stuff. And so it's yeah. not that, we don't really notice it that much. Yeah, everything on our house pretty much runs off of Wi-Fi. Except for like, there are things in the basement that I've just got a couple of switches down here, daisy mm-hmm. chained together, that I run off of hardwire but for the most part everything runs off wi-fi yeah, the only- and surprisingly this tp link router has not not had a bit of issue running all the devices and also reaching and touching upstairs in the house which was one of the reasons that i went to a mesh network is that there was always an issue with the wireless dropping in the first floor mm-hmm. not not an issue. Uh, Not an issue at all. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Stuff doesn't really drop in the house that much. The only thing that's still wireless is my game systems. So, I'm thinking about like tapping through the wall, and putting mm. a switch on that side too. I may call so I can, uh, call call our good friend Nelson. He'll help you. Yeah. Out, I'm sure. Well, Nelson did these. <laughs> Nelson's one oh, of the okay. these. Um, yeah, I'm supposed to have him back. back out here next week. I think I'm going to try to get him back out here next week to do some work in the house. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to bring him, bring him back just for the, the room next door, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. makes sense. 
Alrighty. Let's get into it here. Ah, Blizzard. Bobby Cody. You know, these... We'll get to keep his seat on the Activision Blizzard's board of directors, despite catching flack over the... Uh, it says alleged, but I don't... The role he played in creating the company's toxic workplace culture. At the video game developer's annual meeting of stockholders, investors voted on several proposals, as well as who gets to be on the company's board of directors over the next year. A total of... And this is out... This is just mind-boggling to me. 533,700,000 shareholders have voted to keep Kodak on the board by 62,600,000 have voted against it. As Game Informer notes, that means he gets to keep his seat until the next meeting in 2023, which is June of next year. I cannot sigh enough. I can't sigh enough. How the hell did over I, I it's a mind-boggling number to vote well, to keep so him on the board. I'm gonna I'm gonna point a couple things out that may have impacted this. So I believe you get a vote per share. You get a vote per share. And so you're also talking about there are people that have large amounts of shares. True. Bobby Kotick possibly being one of them. Right, but he doesn't have half. No, 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 no. He doesn't have half. But I, I do think, I, I guess my point is that the number may be skewed um, in a particular way. Yeah, let me, let me see if where I can find it. It may not be as many individual people as we think that voted that way, but it was definitely the votes. You know, that, that enough votes that were cast. Um, maybe. So I'm looking at the list of people who got voted for. Yeah, this is, I, I can't tell from this. I will try to find that out, whether it's, that's actual number of people, which seems a lot, or that's by share. But at any, I mean, regardless of that. Yes, regardless. There should have been no question that he shouldn't be on this board of directors. None. He's being sued. Well, uh, I just saw this the other day. There are 13 separate lawsuits against him. And I hope he loses every one of them. Him specifically about the culture at, at Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. I, um, this is yeah. mind-boggling to me. Of course, there's a lot of things happening in the world nowadays that are mind-boggling to me. But still, I just how Men anybody in, other than him voted for him to stay on the board is just I don't I don't know who he has pictures of, but that's... um yeah I mean so obviously there are 
a collection of people, but in spite of all of what we know, are still in support of Bobby Kotick, even if it is only because it's in their own best interest fiscally. Like these people may think, oh, you know, you need to keep him around because X, Y, Z, and that's what's going to be good for the stock. And I hear him. I hear that. I don't agree with it, but I hear it. Um, Yep, I hear it. And I still think they should have kicked his butt to the curb. Here's the the thing about that. If you were trying... Let's say you have a large amount of stock in Blizzard and you're trying mm-hmm. to, you want your stock price to go up, right? So that you, you, you have more money. What is the biggest thing that you could do to raise up the image of Blizzard? To kick out the guy that would, you know, hey, we're really serious about this. We're going to change, change the culture at Activision Blizzard. So we're going to kick out the guy that was in charge of it. I, they don't have a heart for it. I mean, that's that's man. That's what it comes down to. They don't have the heart for it, and it's a shame. It's a shame. Um. And so now all we can really hope for is that when and if Microsoft, the sale to Microsoft really goes through, that they make positive changes especially as it goes to his involvement with the company. Yeah. Now there, yeah. So the other part of that is if they, if he gets kicked off the board, he gets his payout. I do know that much of it. And so maybe, maybe, maybe maybe, that was it. Maybe some people's thoughts is listen, give us a little more time to figure out how maybe we can keep from paying this man. Um, and that means he's got to keep his seat on the board, but they're playing a longer game. And if that's if that is what is going on there, then I don't fault them. Yeah, I guess I, I maybe we need a little bit more context in that, but I I just was sort of flabbergasted that. Yeah, that yeah, that but happens. you know, if that's if that if that is true, and that is the reasoning behind why they have not gotten rid of him um i will give them a pass on yeah maybe on, on the surface though the optics look really bad oh yeah the 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 optics look absolutely awful no way around it they look terrible they uh, look terrible yep not good all right. Oh, do the next one. Hideo Kojima has claimed that he recently shelved a project he's been considering for a long time due to its similarity to the Amazon series The Boys. Speaking on Twitter, the mind behind Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding said that he put it on hold because the concept was similar, different settings and tricks to the Amazon show. A buddy male-female thing with a special detective squad facing off against legendary heroes behind the scenes, Kojima said. I was thinking of Mads Mikkelsen as the lead. Couple things with this. One, 
I don't I, I don't know how that anything close to the boys works as a video game. Superhero the superhero genre is so hit or miss when it comes to trying to make a video game. I I I don't know. Um but I am here for anything that involves Mad Mads Mickelson. I I like him as an actor. I like um, him as an actor too. For those people out there that don't know he is uh he played Hannibal on a series. Yeah, he played he Hannibal. Was, he was uh Grindelwald in in uh Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Uh he's also in a Netflix movie called Polar. Oh, that's really that. good. Is that good? It's 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 yeah, it's really good. It's 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 weird and out there, but it's a really good movie. Well, um but yeah, he he seems to be drawn to those types of roles. The weird um the weird ones. I, I which, guess we, you know, I guess we also should mention this. I, I would think that most people that listen to this podcast would know what The Boys is, but The Boys is oh, a TV show on yes. Amazon that is pretty realistic. So so let's face it. If people had superpowers, we wouldn't get They'd be Superman. Out here doing dumb shit. We, 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 they wouldn't be good. They would not be doing good. They would use it no. to their own devices. And that's basically yep. the boys. For the sure. superheroes and, and I take advantage of them themselves having powers, and there is a group of people trying to keep them in check. And I do think it is important to point out that it is a it was a comic book before um it was a tv show it's written by garth ennis who is also the creator of the preacher comic book series which was also a television series um on amc gar i mean and garth ennis is an amazing writer he has done he's had he's had one of the best runs ever on the punisher um on the the marvel max imprint so i you know the content of the boys is really good it's a good story it's a great um, story and actually yeah. the comic is better than the yeah TV because show. they do stuff in the comics that you cannot that you do in live that action you cannot yeah. do in live action i am i am really interested i know that they're doing it this year they're doing the hero gasm um i, I yeah <laughs> it's gonna be interesting and i i don't know how they're gonna do it i think it just came uh, out but i'm interested i think that might have been this week's episode it might have been this, this week's, week's episode. episode and i haven't seen it yet. um but yeah here herogasm is exactly um, what you think it is <laughs> exactly what it yep. sounds like <laughs> but uh yeah i yeah. i but it's a good joint but like i said it's kojima so, I mean, it could have been really good, but you're 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 definitely right about the super superhero genre in video games. They're very hit or miss. Um, Batman was good. Spider Man was good. Superman was god awful. Um, mm. You Fair know, there there's been like uh, what was. Uh, City of Heroes, terrible. Um, things like I'm trying to think of other ones that were not good. Well, okay, so there was one good Spider-Man game, and some of the Spider-Man games have not been 
so good in the past. Uh, what are some other ones that they've had that were just, see, that's how good they were is that we don't remember them. Yeah, I mean, so there's a Wolverine Origins game that was pretty good. The three of the, well, oh, yeah, what, the X three of games. the four bat, yeah, terrible. Three of the four Batman games were pretty good. Um, yeah, some it's just the Spider Man, the, the Spider Man and Miles Morales game, those were good. Um, but I feel, yeah, I think there's been a lot more misses. Right. Then there have been. Wasn't there hits. like a wasn't there a Wonder Twins game or something like that that was just really bad? Now that I don't remember. Not saying it didn't happen. I just don't. We're just trying to forget remember. about it. <laughs> Quite possibly. Quite uh, possibly. But yeah, I, I'm sort of with you. Anything that Hideo Kojima Kojima is um is involved when with usually it's going to be pretty good so yeah yeah for sure be interested for to sure. see if somebody picks that up at some point in time all right if you missed yeah, your chance i'm sure somebody will give them the somebody will give them the time to somebody will give them the money to do it somebody give them enough money and i'll say oh okay <laughs> he did so although didn't he just come out and say he was working on a new game that he was getting a chance to do what he yeah, really wanted to do. Honestly, I think this story came out as a part of his discussion about this new game that he's working on. Oh, okay. Like I think this was all done at the same at the same time. Oh, all right. Definite possibility. If you missed your chance to play Overwatch 2 during the game's first beta test, your next shot at giving the game a whirl before it hits the shelves as fall is here. The second beta test for Overwatch 2 begins June 28th, tomorrow, uh, and will feature the game's newest character, Junker Queen, as well as a new map. Even better, the servers will be open not only for PC players, but for uh, console players as well. So there are a couple of things about this that came out this week. Uh, first off, Overwatch is one of those games that I'm really, really bad at. That's really <laughs> fun to play. It's Overwatch is super twitchy. I o mean, Overwatch is super exceptionally twitchy, twitchy. and mm -hmm. and there's a lot of if they pull out some character, you have to counter with another character which has the you know the meta to to counteract that. At the high mm -hmm. levels, that's the way it works. In practice, you usually can play what you want and have a good time at it. I'm still terrible. I run in, I get killed. <laughs> I run back. I, you know, respawn. I run in, I get killed. I respawn. That's, you know, but I do like uh, playing against the AI. I, I do that a lot. Uh, if I need, if I have 15 minutes to kill, I will fire it up and jump in the game against the AI. I really enjoy that. Here's the thing about this story that, that got me. Um, they have stated that they are going to replace the original Overwatch game with Overwatch 2. You will no longer be able to play Overwatch. You will only be able to play Overwatch 2. And my 
thought about this is that is a weird decision. That's a strange decision. And didn't you learn anything from World of Warcraft? Did World of Warcraft do that? Yes. They, when they kept going, there were classic servers all over the place. And as a matter of fact, they got in a lot of trouble running the servers because they didn't really license the code from Blizzard. And so, so here's a, a question I have about that. I own two copies of Overwatch as physical games. If I put those games in my in my my console or my PC, should I desire to do that? Will it take me to Overwatch 2? I don't know. That's or a really people good that question. own those games just screwed out of being able to play. Because on the surface, I don't have a problem with them doing it. But I do take issue if they are essentially saying, hey, you don't have you don't have access to these games anymore. Mm-hmm. And you have no it will replace and you the original have no, uh... Overwatch entirely. It says when OW2 launches on October 4th, it will be a replacement for the current live service. It does not say whether you will have to buy the game to play. If you own Overwatch 1. There is still the issue, I think, of killing the game when you have people that paid for it. And it's not like Overwatch was a game that had a campaign. Mm -mm. And a new one is going to have a campaign, which is interesting. Well, that's great. But I still think some... Some something is due to people that paid for the game. So I wonder if that'll sort of be like um uh what's the big game right now? Oh god, where you build, where you grab their stuff and build. Oh Minecraft? No. Um Roblox? No, the Oh god. Anyways, that game had a campaign. And if you bought the game, you could play the campaign. If you didn't oh, you talking? Are you talking about Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, the original I Fortnite. Forgot, had... I forgot there was ever a part of Fortnite that required you to build things. Yeah, so that's that's the whole point of Fortnite is you put up walls and stuff to keep people from getting at you, and then try to take the wall away and kill them as they fall through and stuff like that. It's bad. it's too yeah I, too twitchy for me. I, I can't forgot think all that about quick. that. But there was a campaign with Fortnite. When it first came out, and if you bought the game, you could you could play the campaign. Um, I wonder if Overwatch will be the same way. If you buy Overwatch Two, you can play the campaign. If not, you can just play the multiplayer. That would make a lot of sense. This will be interesting. That would make a lot of sense. Alrighty. Oh, oh, fine. I'll read. Uh, since you have the game for tonight. 
Uh, video game characters have all sorts of different fashion styles. Some like to don street clothes, while others prepare sharp suits. And many of them wear some form of armor. Characters, especially those in the more action-oriented genres. Strangely though, not all of these characters utilize helmets. It's likely because developers don't want to cover up their faces. However, unique headgear can function as an identifier just as well as any character's face. In fact, the appeal of certain protagonists is enhanced due to them wearing cool helmets. As a result, these pieces of headgear have garnered as much fame and acclaim as the people wearing them. Let's take a, look, take a look at the list that the gamer put together and see what we think. So let me give you the list first and then, and then we'll talk about it. Number, okay. They only did the top 10, and the number 10 was the Crisis series, uh, the nano suit helmet. Did you ever play Crisis? Yes, a little yeah, bit. That, that very cool helmets. Uh, number nine was the N7 helmet from Mass Effect. Number eight was the Big Daddy helmet from Bioshock. Uh, number seven was the rig helmet from Dead Space. Uh, number six was the T-45 from Fallout. Uh, number five was the Doom helmet from the uh, Praetor suit. Number four was the Skyrim helmet with the horns. Very iconic. Number three was the Mega Man. Number two was the Varia suit helmet from metroid and number one was of course uh jolnir from halo jolnir i agree jolnir? wholeheartedly with number one number one i agree with wholeheartedly when you saw that helmet there was no doubt and it brings back so many memories yeah. and it was so classic and it was so perfect for the game and it was just excellent just a great great piece of artwork done for a game yeah so the we'll the, say that i don't disagree with any of the helmets that are on this list i think i don't disagree I with any of the ones all, that are on here but you think there are some that should be that are not i i so the one that I'm I'm torn with is is the Metroid helmet. I that one's interesting because it hid the character for so long, and the big reveal at the end was what made that helmet special. But I don't think the helmet itself was was that classic. think i don't think it's like a classic style like i don't think that that helmet did anything genre breaking you know it's a plain helmet but i do think that it's been around so long mm -hmm. that it is kind of a classic helmet it is also when you know the story of what that helmet is hiding yeah, that's sort of yeah. When when you when you get that big reveal at the end, and they take the helmet off, that's that's 
sort of cool. But I think my second helmet yeah. would be the Mass Effect helmet. That N7 armor is just classic with the red stripe on it and the just it, it was so iconic in video games if you i have t-shirts with the n7 logo on it and i have people yeah. ask me about it all the time everybody knows what n7 stands for it's just it's one of those iconic things in video games so to me that would be number two the on thing. the list the thing do you think batman's helmet should be on this list oh that's a really good yes i I mean it's definitely in video games it's part of a whole nother eco universe out there yeah but yeah it's in video games i absolutely i think that should be in here that's a good call um I, I'm also not. I sure. mean, I get that it seems like they went with video games, like helmets, specific whose lore yeah. are specific to video games. But I do kind of think, like, hey, they've done enough Batman video games that maybe he should get a look. Yeah. The the but other uh, one. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. That probably should be on here somewhere. I mean, it's definitely in the top ten, and it should be it's it should be on here more. Uh, I wasn't too sure about the Doom helmet. I thought. Yeah. I I mean. I don't a, think of a helmeted character really when I think of Doom. No, not at all. And and even in the later games, you barely see the helmet. Um, I probably would have put the Fallout helmet higher. Because again, it's classic. When you see that picture, you know exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space is the same way. When you see that helmet with the three glowing slots in it, you know you're you're looking at Dead Space. Uh, sure. I I didn't wasn't too sure about the Crisis helmet. I actually think Batman helmet fits better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of any other... There are no other helmets that I really think about. Not really. I mean, mean, everybody knows the Skyrim one. And even in Mega Man, those are definitely classics. Uh, So definitely on the list. I, I really don't have heartburn with where they're at. Um... Other than, you know, that would push them down if the uh, the other two were, were farther up. I can't think of any others that wouldn't be the only other one that, I, that came to mind came to mind when they were talking about helmets was the Lich Kings in World of Warcraft. That helmet mm, yeah. is iconic with world of warcraft and it's that was it was the best and the biggest expansion in world of warcraft it had the most simultaneous players of any expansion Uh, again so very iconic that i think maybe that one could have gone on this list other than the crisis helmet 
you know, I have, uh, I have another helmet, or maybe two. Just throw these out here. The helmet from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, and I only say that because it's a historical helmet that actually has relevance outside of its use in the game. Hmm, true. Um, and then this might be this 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 might be too on the fringe. But I would say if 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 Zelda's hat is considered a helmet of sorts, hmm. I would say both Zelda and Mario's hat. Definitely. If, if we're considering hats, helmets, yes. Those are two that are instantly recognizable and, and very iconic. But now you and got I, me thinking. I shouldn't say Zelda. I should say Link's, Link's hat. Yeah, hat. I understood. But just uh, let me just say, I always think that that's an odd thing. That when people say Zelda, they think of Link, they but the game is actually first, not yeah. named after him. Yep. Yep. It, yeah, it's always Zelda Link's Adventure or Link's, you know. Yeah. Something. I, yeah. It's just funny that the game is named after the woman, but nobody thinks of her nope. when you think about the game. Nope. I mean, it's just, it's bad writing or bad naming on the part of the, the And game now you got me thinking. So if we're going to bring, bring in helmets, I mean, do we go to Star Wars? Because there are Star Wars games. Well, so the Star, this, I thought about this. What I was having trouble with is that I think the, on the only person that wears a helmet in Star Wars that's really legendary is Darth Vader. But I don't feel like Vader shows up a lot in the games. I Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was going to say something, and I'm like, well, I guess Vader has a helmet too. But I was thinking of the Rebel Alliance helmet. That like Luke and all them wear when they're in the cockpits of the oh, yeah, that and the stormtrooper helmet, a stormtrooper helmet for sure. But I and honestly, I think the stormtrooper helmet may be even more recognizable than this the, than this than the the rebel helmet because most of the time when you think about the rebel you're thinking about that logo true yeah right mm -hmm. um if somebody just had that helmet on and it didn't have the logo on it i don't know that i'd pay a lot of attention to it right the logo That's is what true. kind of makes it pops and tells you what it is but right. you look at the stormtrooper storm helmet, helmet. you see a stormtrooper helmet you know it's a stormtrooper helmet yep very iconic um yeah so yeah all right, so we've, we've got it narrowed down to 15 instead of 10. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. They can't tell us what to do. Uh, well, apparently they can. What? <laughs> well, they can try. They can try. All righty. Um, so we agree with their first one, though. Halo, ha the Halo helmet is Oh, just, for sure. Uh, if it's not the best helmet designed ever, 
Actually, I'll even go further than that. That armor set is probably the best design armor set in any video game. It's, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's damn near perfect. It's, it it yeah. is so, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did good work on that. Yeah. Alrighty, well, we have a video game review for you tonight. And yes, and it's not me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, any longtime listeners of this show know that I, a lot of what I play is just uh, the division. Every now and then, I'll take a little detour and I'll play something, but primarily, I stick to the division, division two. Uh, but one of my coworkers, my coworker Wes, who, who who does some games, does some gaming, and knows that I have a podcast, was asking me. If I had played this game, Slay the Spire, I had not heard of it. And he was like, oh, you should check it out. Kind of a rogue, a rogue deck building game. And I said, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Um, and it was on Game Pass. So I said, OK, I'll try it out. So I think it was Friday night. I started playing and I was like, oh, this is really great. <laughs> um, it is. If, if you're a person that likes Magic the Gathering or Pokemon or any of those deck-building games, this is the game that I think is up your alley. Um, you are essentially... You, the, the goal of the game is you start at the bottom and you weave your way up a path to the top, to the spire, and you fight the boss. So it's kind of a, a bit of a dungeon crawler, a bit of a rogue um, that you play with the deck of cards. And you'll get into a room and you'll have some villains that you have to fight. And based off of your powers as a player and then the cards that come up randomly in your hand, you have to figure out which what you want to do. And you can cast spells and you have blocks and you have attacks and you can level up cards. A, a very interesting mechanic of the game is that, you know, you get a you can depending on your powers you can get a little bit of health back at the end of every battle but after every so many battles you get to a place where you can rest and you have a choice you can either rest and get some of your health points back or you can upgrade a card hmm. right so you have to make that choice um <clears throat> you also have to decide i think the how many cards that you want to have in your hand so I think you can carry up to a maximum of 30 cards. But then the other question you have to ask is, do I want 30 cards, right? Because if you can, if you can consolidate down to a, to a svelte 15 cards, you have better opportunities for the cards that you have in your hand to pull back up again and you be able to use them. So there's, there's a level of balance there. Um, I think right now my my card deck is at like twenty something, so I haven't gotten all the way to thirty. Um, and and also, once you have a card in your hand, if you want to take it out of your hand, it costs you money. So if you so one of the tips that they give you is that you don't always have to accept mm. a card when offered to you, because like game money or you, or real. You money. said what? Game money or real money? Oh, game money. Game, game money. money. Okay. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it kind of reminds me. You remember there was that dungeon crawler 
you, Alex, and I played uh, Kings, and it had one something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. So the fights, the fights, kind of put you in mind of that. Oh, okay. Um, way of way of kings. Yeah, something like that. We are the kings, or way we of are kings. kings. Yeah, something like that. I don't yeah. remember the name of it, but yes. So it's it's a game that's it's published by Humble Bundle. Oh. Um, and it and it originally released back in 2019. I'm just hearing about it three years later, but it's been out for a while. Um, you can play it on any platform. It plays on Mac, Windows, Linux, PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One. Um, they even have an iOS port. But I have been told, and in reading the iOS port reviews, it is not a very good port. People aren't <laughs> real happy with it. Um, but it's 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 in Game Pass, and it's L, you can play it in the cloud. So really... Oh. You know, there's not a big reason to play the app. You can, you know, and there's no cross saves. So really, if you want to keep your progress, you probably, if you're an Xbox player, you'll want to use cloud gaming. If you're a PlayStation player, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Switch, of course, you can take your Switch with you. Uh, so you can, you know, always continue your game. But I, I want to say the average price on console, maybe like 15 bucks, but I know it's on sale. I want to say for like 10 bucks on Switch right now. Hmm. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard of it, but it sounds interesting. It's just, I mean, you know, it's a small footprint game on uh, on Game Pass, so it's free. If you, have, if you have Game Pass, either on the PC or for console, you know, okay. give it a Give it a try. Okay. Yeah. It says, know, I, uh, I, I told I told my coworker this morning. I was like, I blame you for this addiction I now have <laughs> to this game. He he got yeah, a he got a chuckle out of right it. now. Yeah. So you know, give it. A, I, give it I mean, I would say try try it if you have a console. If you have Game Pass, try it on there before you spend any money. If you if if you can, um, I mean, eight fifty. You know, plus a couple cups of coffee, at Starbucks. It's not that big of a deal. Um, and I think on I think I think Steam will typically let you return stuff. I think yeah, I think you have you have a certain amount of time as long as you haven't played it so many hours. What I will say is I used to be a member of Humble Bundle. And I don't think they ever gave that game away hmm. as a part of the bundle. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't belonged to that in quite a while. Every once in a while, though. I yeah, I just been... wasn't playing all this stuff. And I it's like, a great deal. It is a great deal. I just didn't have time to play any, play the games. Yeah, if if you play... I have time to play the games. If you're going to play, play those games, it is well worth it um, to join. You can't beat... 12 bucks and uh not for the amount of games you getting can all the games all the games you want yeah i did buy something from them not too long ago they had a had a thing where they were giving the proceeds to 
the charity. Yeah, yeah, they give they yeah they give away a lot of so. stuff. So, um, I did that. so what do you give it as a score? Ooh, I I would give it an eight and a half. Ooh, for that's sure, a, that's a good score for an indie game. I, yeah, I mean, listen, they, they don't try to do too much. Like the premise of the game doesn't require doesn't require a lot. Um. So, I don't think that I had super high expectations that it had to meet. So it exceeded what I was what I was thinking it was going to be, and I've had a ton of fun. Um, and it's just you know it's it's not mindless. Like you have to think about what you're doing. You got to play in. Right. Yeah, but. It's it's not one of those games that like stretches you out or makes you want to throw a controller. Or at least it hasn't done that to me yet. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. That's good. All right. It Sounds could happen good. though. So Slate Aspire, go check it yep. out, folks. Alrighty, folks, and that's a show. Thanks for listening. Uh if you'd like to reach out and contribute to the show in any way, please email us at joystick and mouse dot joystick and mouse at gmail.com. To learn how to follow the guys, follow Tim or I, head on over to joystickandmouse.com. Be sure to subscribe while you're over there. Uh, if you get a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you enjoyed the show, and until next time, Tim? Take it easy, folks. And we'll see you later, folks. If you like this show... Check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>